from Hotbox Studios in Santa Monica, California. From their sexy genius minds to the world that needs them now more than ever. It's Inventions Podcast, the comedy show about things that don't exist that should exist. Here are the sexy geniuses themselves, Cody Blodgett and Adam Howe. Week 7 Inventions Podcast, Adam Hauk, Cody Blodgett, just like the NFL, we are back. And no longer locked out. No, we locked out Sick. for six days, and now we're back doing what we do every Wednesday, and just like the show Franklin and Bash on TBS, you are wondering, wow. Why and how? These guys yeah. just, they keep doing it. Nobody is paying attention, but they just keep putting out new episodes every week. So you can call us Inventions Podcast, you can call us Franklin and Bash, you can call us men of a certain age. You can call us the Bash Brothers. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. The Bash Brothers. Well, don't get too excited. I stole it from a movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, the Mighty Ducks. Try not to squirm so much in your chair. Because lately, as I've been editing these podcasts, I've been hearing these IKEA chairs just, you know, kind of squeaking back and forth. And I hear where you're coming from, but I feel like that's more you. I'm glad you hear where I'm coming from because I'm coming from right here, two I, feet away from you. I sit very still. And you jump around. So it's me. You crazy animal. Today is going to be a little bit different, Cody. And Tell me about that, Adam. It's different because we solicited all you guys on Facebook and Twitter and asked you guys, what out there in the world needs to be uninvented? Now, I mean, the whole format of this show is to invent things and to bring things to the table. But that being said, there might be too many things on that proverbial table that need to be taken off. Sure. And no two people out there better than us to tell you guys what needs to be removed We're from that table. We're flipping the pencil around. We're not writing it down this week, Adam. We're erasing. I love that visual. Yeah. Radio is all about being visual, and that visual you just put in my mind is exactly you what... Flip that pencil right right on over. It's exactly what we're trying to do out. today. So, well, no, it would be erasing, not scribbling. Yeah, scribbling... No, the pencil would be still upright. See, I use scribble as the act of your hand, not the act of pencil on paper. Gotcha. Gotcha. When I erase, I use the same scribbling motion. When you do other stuff, you use the same scribbling motion? Well, it's really only writing, scribbling, or erasing. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll leave it alone. Sure, yeah. Let's leave it alone. Um, yeah, so we got a lot of great suggestions from people. Some people, about eight of you decided to vote, um, even though I asked like over 300 to do it. But we made a top five list, and we're going to get to that in just a second. And we're going to tell you five things that just the world doesn't need anymore. Uh, because when bringing something in new, you need to remove the old stuff. It's like moving into a new house. You don't bring all your junk and all that shit from your old place into a new place, you know. And that's what we're doing. We're making a new place. We're making the but world better. you don't better. do that? No, I mean, there's some things you keep, like you're going to keep your bed, you might keep a, a really nice couch, but I mean, your your Ar- Ikea desk, that's just falling apart. So when apart. you move out, you just leave all your shit in your house? And no, you I mean, I will put it place. on the sidewalk and let other people use it, you know? So you litter it into the street. I mean, I... You pollute the earth. Sounds more like a donation to hmm. me. No, it sounds like you're a douche, is what it sounds like to me. Anyway, before we get to that, to that top five list, um, Twitter. We're on. We're on Twitter, and we 
we we have a Facebook, we have a Gmail account, we have a SoundCloud page, we're on iTunes. Like the one last thing we needed to scratch off our list was the Twitter. We're about as fake real as you can be. We're totally fake real. Yeah. We are Beverly Sick. Hills. Yeah. And fake real. Yeah. Well, that, you didn't even need to say fake real because right. that's what Beverly Hills yeah. is. Oh, burn. Nice. Sick burn. Nice. Sick. Um, dude, I keep losing my train of thought because you keep interrupting I me. I pieced that one together late, that yeah. Beverly Hills joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about the Uninventions podcast. You move out of your house, you leave a bunch no, of shit No, 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 no. Twitter. 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 Um, Twitter. So you don't really know how to use it. And, twit twat. And I do. And so after we finished, we realized, hey, we need a Twitter. And we got this idea from my buddy Zane um, in Seattle, Washington. He said, yo, the best way to get followers is to follow people. And that makes sense because everyone here is narcissistic, including ourselves. You know, like the... The way that you get people to find out what you're doing is to first extend your hand and say, I want to find out what you're doing, you know? And then hopefully they reciprocate. I sort of follow. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's exactly what we're talking about right. is following, yeah. And they they reciprocate usually. So um, after last week's podcast, while I was editing, I said, you know what? For once in my life, I'm going to actually have you help with something. And I... I you downloaded the Twitter app on your iPad, and I said, "Things wicked." I said, um, "Okay, here's how it works. You know, we made a we made a we made a handle, and I said, um, okay, I'm just gonna click on this hashtag, and what a hashtag is is it like links the word, and if that word is linked enough, it becomes trending. And I think the number one trending thing was a hashtag that involved Miley Cyrus. Twitter's all about trendy hashtags. Yeah, and so I clicked on that Molly Cyrus hashtag." Without even really uh, knowing. Yeah. And I said, I need you to go through everybody who has hashtagged this and just follow them. And follow, follow, follow. What was the number I told you to follow? 100,000. I told you to follow 100,000 people. Yeah. And... We got to 800 and Twitter said no. Yeah. And it's... Like, the funniest part of the story is not even that we got follow banned, which is... Twitter saying, look, you're following too many people. You're probably a spam account. It's basically Twitter saying you're a poser. It's the fact that all the people we followed were 14-year-old girls. Yeah, huge. It's just hitting our demographic hard. If you were throwing darts and you needed to hit a bullseye, it would be like throwing a dart backwards. Yeah, and hitting your friend in the face. (laughs) We missed our target demo so bad. And then when Twitter said no, we had an account on Twitter full of little girls. Yeah, and so we just had 14-year-old girls who then saw in their little email inbox that Inventions Podcast was following them. They have no idea who we are. Nope. I think, like, one out of every eight followed us back. So we, we, we got about 80 Molly Cyrus followers to follow us. Twitter lifted the ban after 24 hours. We then went back, deleted all that, kind of started from scratch, and now we're sitting at about 150. And over the course of a week, I've been able to unfollow all those people. But I, I had to undo a lot of Molly Cyrus. Yeah, our first day on Twitter was a, definitely a big fail. It was a bust. Yeah. And the worst part is when people click on our Twitter profile, it shows you what account you're most similar to. And it says Inventions Podcast, most similar to, and then lists like five, like super, for lack of a better term, gay Molly Cyrus handles, like uh, Miles Forever, 
um, mild and that's what we're all about here on the Inventions Podcast. Yeah, so Miley Gasm. Yeah, that no, one that definitely. You said? Yeah, kind of weird. But <laughs> I wonder the first time he had his first Miley Gasm. Yeah, how old he was. It was a girl. Let's get to, well, I can't say let's get to today's invention. Let's get to the top five list of the things that we are going to uninvent. Five. 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 Number five, the pound. The pound, Adam. Now, the pound is um, the motion in which you form a fist and the person receiving slash giving the pound back forms a fist and you knuckle. And this has become way too common. Clinking knuckles yeah. is what we call I that. Mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's become way too common in the world. And um, there are a few different circumstances in which the pound is used, and there are some circumstances in which it's acceptable, and we discussed that. The sports field, it is definitely acceptable. Yeah. When a homeless person extends their hand, which for some god-awful reason, homeless people always want to shake your hand. I don't want to shake your hand, guy. I'm not... Saying I'm above you as a human being. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I totally. dude, there's shit all over your your palm, and I don't yeah. want it on mine. So let's just knuckle. Yeah. But we defined the pound that we want to get rid of as the hybrid handshake high five aftermath, and it's the one where Cody do it with me. Um, let's, let's slap it. You slap it. You kind of your your fingertips kind of link up for a second. You pull away. Um, Pull away hard. And then you come back in on the you, you come back in for the pound. And you dap it. And now the reason that this this one made the list for me is because I grew up with this format. All through high school, that's the format we use, the slap and pound. And then <coughs> excuse me, I went to college <laughs> and then um, it was gone. I was slapping high fives and leaving my fist up there and nobody was, was dapping me back. So just leaving it out to dry. My knuckles were just clean for about two years, just hanging in the wind. And so the reason that it bothers me is because I'm stuck in that awkward situation of every time I do a handshake, I my fist out. I don't even think about it. My fist just hangs. Mm-hmm. And then they look at me and say, well, "What are you doing?" And then I expl- have to go through the whole explanation yeah, of you know awkward. I used to pound and now I don't and. So that's yeah. why it's tough for me. Okay, so you actually want it removed to avoid like the awkwardness. You you yourself are a pounder. Yeah, you, I you, love it. You if, love to pound. If both parties go into the handshake knowing that the pound is coming, I'm a big yeah. fan of it. So you just want to avoid the but awkward no pound. I look pound. like an yeah. idiot yeah. because I'm used to that format. I want the pound gone completely because it just feels forced. It feels like something that like nowadays has to be done. And every time me and another white guy do the slap that then turns into the pound... I know that both of us just kind of lost a piece of our soul because we're like, why Why did we just pound? Neither of us are athletes. Neither of us are black. Like, I'm a handshake guy. I, I'm a handshake guy. When it comes to greeting, you call me Hank Hill. Mm-hmm. I just want to shake your hand. Call you Hank Hill? Sure. Cause it Hank, sounded like you said hand kill. No, well, pound kill. Yeah. Hank Hill. He's a he's a he's a guy that appreciates a nice from. He's handshake. a standard handshake guy. And then when you know somebody a little bit better, that handshake then turns into the pull in one armed hug. Sure. And that's perfect, you sure. know. So let's get rid of the pound. Moving on. Four. 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 Number four. And this is going to be something that I'm going to let Cody kind of run with for obvious reasons. Women's professional sports. And now, 
obviously, uh, all the women of the world just said, oh, well, it's because he's a sexist. He uh, yeah, I'm not a woman, sports. and I said that. And that's not really the reason. Um, you know, it's kind of like when you have sex with a condom on, Adam, you're still having sex, but it's fake sex. And yeah. it's... No one really wants to be doing it. Even the people involved don't even really want to be doing it. And if anyone was watching, they would be in agony as well. And so... Um, Anytime you want to come off of this analogy would be just fantastic. <laughs> right. So uh, the, the reason I think women's sports professionally even exist is just so they can have the, the mindset of, okay, we're equal to men. Sure. And I mean, yeah. watch these sports. The WNBA, I think, is probably the most popular American... Pr- professional sports for women no i the most popular women's sport yeah, to make league. fun of well, yeah i mean there's not there's not one that makes more money and i think those people make like a hundred thousand dollars a year you don't think you know because we looked it up the most you can make in the wa wmba is one hundred thousand one hundred thousand dollars and the best move you have in the wmba is a give and go bounce pass layup yeah and it's, it's all you got and the, uh, you guys seriously just for a second it's not sexist to say we don't want it because they suck. That's not sexist. It's just true. It's not, we don't want it because it's women playing sports. We don't want it because the product blows. It sucks. And here's an example of that. Uh, the world, I think, voted and they said soccer was the most popular sport. And the Women's World Cup just took place a, a couple weeks ago. In Germany. They went to the final. Empty stands. Yeah. So you're talking about the most popular sport in the world and... When men play it, they sell every ticket. Sure. And, and when women play it, the stands are empty. Yeah, guys, listen. It's just like you watch a slam dunk or you watch a layup. You watch an overhand 90-mile-an-hour fastball or you watch a windmill underhand 60-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah. You watch 60-foot bases or 90-foot bases. You, you know, there are some women's sports that are awesome to watch, like beach volleyball. Yeah. For I'm talking obvious, team obvious reasons. You know, team yeah. sports are the ones that kill me. And the reason they kill you is because even if there is a hot chick playing those team sports, they're not focused on that much because it's a team sport. It's not right. an individual sport. Now, with beach volleyball, it's just two people. With surfing, it's just one person. I'm cool with tennis, too. Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not as good as the men's tennis, but yeah, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, the skirts and the grunting. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. yeah, so guys, listen. I mean, we sound sexist, but really, like, if you're not hot, we don't need to see it because it's not as good of a product. And yeah, I mean, the only people in attendance for, are family and friends yeah, of the athletes ex- playing. And lesbians. Just accept it for what it is, okay? It's just not as good. It's like when I go to a massage parlor, I don't want to be massaged by a guy, and I'm not sexist against men. I just know that it's not going to be as good. Right, and it's like when I order for my house to be clean, is a bunch of okay, dudes all right, show all right. up. I mean, I'm going to be upset. We don't do yeah, that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Just listen, stay to listen. what you're good at. No, listen. You know, in the writers' meeting, we said we weren't going to go down that route. You had to go. I appreciate you for do, I, for doing that, but let's let's come off of it and let's move on to number three. 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 Now, number three was suggested by a good buddy of mine, Adam Gerhard, um, in Seattle, Washington, and it is auto-tune. And we all know what auto-tune is. It gives people who can't sing um, a, a robot-sounding voice. Yeah, yeah, and Inventions Podcast has, all, has always been against robot replacement, and that's exactly what it is. It's basically like if you couldn't throw a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, someone just gives you a fake arm, and then all of a sudden you could throw a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. It's cheating. It's cheap. It's a crutch. It's basically like CGI for music. Oh, yeah. It compromises the talent. 
it's a way for it's people. Brutal. And and the worst part is the people who are using auto tune aren't even that talented to begin with. It's not like the beats are good and it's not like the lyrical content is good. And so I guess what the thought behind it was like if we have double shit, let's make it triple shit. Because the people using autotune, folks, they are studio artists. And what that means is they look the look. They now let's just so we're clear, let's keep share circa nineteen ninety seven via the song Believe out of this conversation, because that's gold. Gold. Yeah. It's beyond and gold. She used autotune, just so we're clear. It's platinum. Yeah. And what I mean by they look the look is that's all it is, is you you have to embody um, someone that's marketable because they're going to take care of the voice for you. They're going to take care of the beat for you. And they're going to take care of the lyrics for you. All you have to do is go into the booth, do it, they'll fix you up, and then go do a bunch of interviews and music videos and all this other stupid shit. You were just a puppet. And that's why Autotune blows. And Autotune is totally oversaturated right now. It's in in almost every single top forty song, and it's just it's it sucks ass. And to me, as you know, a singer, as someone who is a singer, you know, it, it's it, it's hurtful for me because it destroys the art of singing. Yeah, people forget that that is a talent that people have. You know, like myself, and you know, I spend countless nights a week at singing class, doing and, your vocal you know, practices, exactly. your scales, do re me, gargling you know, salt water, uh, exercises. Yeah, and so I just feel like it really takes away from the musical talent of these singers these days, Adam. Last thought: It's like people playing Guitar Hero and thinking they can play guitar. That kind of hits hard to home. You know, it hits me a little, a little hard to home. Adam, Be- because you're a guitar hero player <laughs> yeah. who thinks you can play guitar. I've played guitar hero acoustically before. Yeah, I'm nice. I'm better acoustically than I am. No, and I appreciate that little ballad you played for me before the podcast, yeah. unplugged on the right. guitar hero remote, and exactly. then you showed off your singing voice. So, I mean, I'll give you a pass on it. Yeah, but yeah, auto tune number three we can do without. Moving on. Two. 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 Number two. Pennies. There is absolutely no use for pennies. Cody, let me ask you. We're talking the one cent piece. We're talking the one cent piece. Currency. With Abraham Lincoln on it, who was absolutely disgraced by being put on the penny. I mean, can you even name the guy on the nickel? No. It's, if I'm not mistaken. Roosevelt? uh, No. Hamilton? Hamilton? No. Yeah, Hamilton, maybe. Is it? I feel like Hamilton's the twenty. No, Hamilton's the 10, but he's one of a few presidents that's also... Who's not, homie on the 20? Um, oh, my God. Jackson. Jackson. Jackson's Andrew Jack, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, let me ask you a question real quick. Eisenhower? No, shut up. No, it's not? No. Huh. Let me ask you a question, okay? And for those of you listening at home, yeah, just really ponder this one over. Um, what do pool tables... Vending machines, parking meters, and washers and dryers have in common. They don't have presidents on the You're almost there. You're almost there. You're almost there. Think about it real quick. Say the list again. Okay. What do pool tables, vending machines, meters, washers, and dryers have in common? Oh, dude. I know this. They don't take pennies. They don't take pennies. They look at pennies pennies. the same as they would like a slip of paper that you wrote on and said, hey, this is money. I'm going to put it in you. Yeah. What? They're just going to send it back out and say you're a jerk off. No, it's not money. Don't what, be a clown. What exactly is so lucky about finding a penny? I like, hey, you, I found something I can't use. Yeah, it's it's as good as picking up trash off of the ground. I mean, even like 
a bum will find a cigarette butt and scrape out some of the tobacco, roll it up into a zigzag, and get some use sure. out of it. With a penny, it's just like, okay, I'm 99 away from being able to roll this up, take it into a bank, and have them give me a dollar. Yeah, and what? How, how much are those rolls? I mean, you just don't get those for free, do no, you? No, the rolls are probably worth more than the penny. Yeah, so you're, when you roll up a dollar worth of penny, you're probably getting like 70 cents. Also, no cashier wants to take them. If you think, oh, okay, I got like an ass load of pennies, I'm just going to go dump them at the AMPM and they're going to fill me up, they're just going to tell you to take a hike. Yeah. You know, thanks for donating. I'll take this to the coin star afterwards, get 70 cents on the dollar. Um, you're out of here. They collect faster than dust, man. I mean, I'll clean my car out and then a week later, I just find pennies everywhere. If you can find one use for the penny, one use. Besides putting it on a train track and, yeah. and having a train go over and it. And I don't want to hear the, like, oh, you just save them and collect them and yeah, it'll be worth up. money. Shut like, that up. is such a stupid just thing to say. Up. That's going to take you, like, 75 years to get any substantial amount of money from pennies. Coin collectors are so dumb. Yeah. They are so yeah. dumb. Collecting money to then make money off of it afterwards. <laughs> Please. Wow. Please. Play the stock market, you bums. One. One. Our number one uninvention of the top five uninvention list of 2011, the format that we flipped around for today's podcast, is saying bless you after someone sneezes. Now, you're probably thinking, (laughs) <laughs> These guys are so on the money with this. Yeah. And, yeah, we are on the money with it because I, just think about it for a second. First of all, if there's anyone listening that likes to say that, just email us. Let us know. Yeah. So I would love to talk to somebody that loves. They can't wait for somebody to sneeze so that they can tell them, God bless you. Or just bless you or whatever. It creates this situation Kazoo in which. Tight. Yeah. I'm oh, done. I'm okay, done. all right, great. So it creates this situation in which um, there's this awkward tension on, damn it, that person sneezed, now I have to say bless you. Um, it's never more awkward, Cody, than when it's you and another male. Yeah. We're talking male on male, yeah. bless you. Yes. Um, Super difficult, especially if he's like a borderline friend. If he's like your best friend, yeah. I'm not that worried about it because I know he's going to be friends with me still. Yep. But like, that's another part about it is like, what is this person going to think of me if I don't say this? Exactly. And, um, like, it's just not something I want to say to a guy. Like, bless you. It's yeah. just weird. You know, like, I might say it to a girl um, out of, like, you know, um, being nice. Pity. Sure. Yeah. Pity, whatever. Yeah. Although sneezing feels really good, so I don't really pity yeah. people that sneeze. Well, I was sneeze. just thinking because she was a girl. but Yeah. And might break her ribs if she sneezes. Yeah. Well, that, and it's just like. Her life must suck every day that she wakes up and isn't a guy. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's, it's the most unique pressure. This pressure to say this, this is unlike anything else in the world. And every other bodily uh, function that you have, you excuse yourself for. Yeah. So I don't understand why the sneeze is so important that you, to clear the dust out of your nose, somebody else has to excuse you for it. Or, or bless you. And we all know that there are many different origins on where this, this stupid tradition comes from. But it's just become like a habit. Like where someone sneezes and you have to face that, God, do I say bless you? You know, because if you don't, you're a jerk. If you do, you're just like kind of awkwardly nice if it's, if it's another guy, you know? And it's just stupid. Like, we shouldn't have to say bless you. 
I don't. I don't think we should. It's dumb. It's something. It's something you don't think about a lot. People it, do it every day. They yeah. say it for no reason. It, like it's polite. What your soul's so, not escaping out of your body. When no, you and sneeze. you know what? You got the iPad open. You got the origins. Just go through a few of them. This is where um, this is where Wikipedia says the tradition of saying "bless you" after sneezing comes from. Go ahead, Cody. Well, we had um, we had Pope Gregory the first. Oh, that guy. Yes, and uh, the story also goes along with Pope Gregory the seventh, mm-hmm. and that one um, is the common story of Ring Around the Rosie about being connected to the plague. Yeah. So that when people sneeze, they didn't want to catch the plague. The plague. Yeah. So that's why they said it then. Yeah. And so in 2011, where we don't have a plague, I don't think it's really that necessary to bless somebody's life most because of, of a plague. Yeah, mo- most of the origins, because they're all just, um, you know, it, it's like it was believed to be or whatever, you know. It's exactly. All, yeah, it, like, first off, they're not even rooted in concrete fact. And second off, they're rooted in religion. And for those of you who are trying to get God Bless America taken out of the baseball games or One Nation Under God taken out of the Pledge of Allegiance or In God We Trust taken off the dollar bill, all the agnostics and atheists who want separation of church and state, um, yeah, more power to you, whatever. But you can't say bless you and then ask for those things. I mean, if you want to abolish God from this world, then you got to stop saying bless you. Because it is rooted in religion and whatever. I'm not saying one way or another whether it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's stupid and I hate it. Yeah, no, there's no way you're going to get me to believe that my soul can be thrown from my body when I sneeze and that sneezing otherwise opens my body to invasion by the devil or evil spirits. From now on, when I cough, I want people to say bless you until saying bless you after sneezing is omitted from our daily habits. But I also think it's rude if you put the God part on it that you're using his name because you're you're claiming that he's blessing you. You uh-huh. don't know if he actually wanted to bless you. Nah, if I just walked around and said, hey, Adam said hi to everybody I saw, I don't know that you actually said hi to exactly, everybody Exactly, that's a great point. It's so rude of you that to do. Maybe point. you send God a Facebook message or a prayer, be like, yo, God, tweet at him, yeah. you know, at God. Can I use your name? Somebody just sneezed. Yeah, it's actually at the big guy. Is that what it is? Yeah. See, I'm new to Twitter. So. Yeah, I know. I'm, 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 I'll catch you up. Um, repetitive sneezers are the worst, too. The people who sneeze like three times in a row. The only thing worse than them are the people that says, God bless you after each sneeze. Yeah, yeah. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. In between my sneezes, I just want to be like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. I just need some shut up. Breathe. Let me get this yeah. out of my system real quick, Christ. you know? And sneezing is not a bad thing. It's a great thing. It feels awesome. It feels you, great. You know, people say every time you sneeze, you... You can't open your eyes. Yeah, exactly. It's impossible yep. to do that. Yeah, so. You have a little bit of a... Eye-closing moment. Eye-closing experience exactly. moment. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So sneezing and saying bless you afterwards is the number one thing that we would like to abolish. Um, to recap the list, real quickly here, number five, the fist pound. Number four, professional women's sports. Number three, auto-tune. Number two, the penny in reference to U.S. US currency. And number one, saying bless you after sneezing. It's been the Uninvention Podcast, week seven. We're rolling right along here. We've got a whole big catalog now. Here's how you can reach us real quick. Don't tune out real fast because just a few more orders of business. Uh, like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we are on so many different mediums. We are on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash inventionspodcast. We are on iTunes, search Inventions Podcast. We are on Facebook, like us, Inventions Podcast. Email us with your ideas, inventionspodcast at gmail.com. In fact, next week we will be talking about a great invention that came through the email from 
and you wouldn't believe this, Cody, a girl. This is a, this it's is, surprising. They sometimes have good ideas. It's the third idea we will have used from a listener, and all three of them have been from girls. And they've been bombs. They've been bombs, and I love it. So just keep it coming because every time a girl gives us a good idea, Cody dies a little bit on the inside. And finally, our newest medium we're on is Twitter. They only allow you like 15 characters per handle, so we are, we are at Inventions PCAST. And we're up to 151 followers. We've gotten rid of all the Miley Cyrus people. And even it's more, looking good. Even more, finally, uh, I'd just like to give a little shout-out to Andrew Hathaway and the boys at Robotic Pirate Monkey for letting us jam their tunes today. You can always check them out on their Facebook page, Robotic Pirate Monkey. And they probably have uh, some Twitter and email stuff yeah, definitely. that we could plug for them as well. So we'll check them up. out. Yeah. They jam it hard. And uh, thanks again, boys. Yeah, helping us out on Twitter a lot has been um, a good friend of mine, JB, at JB1883. Got to give her the shout-out. She wanted us to shout-out to all of our followers. There's absolutely no way we're reading all those Who handles. was that? Uh, JB, a friend of mine from work. Yeah, she pushed hard on getting hard. us Hard, and she's like the best promoter ever. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, so thanks, big JB, for that. Her. Yeah, big, big I thought ups. that was like your mom big or ups. something. Speaking of my mom, happy birthday to my mom. Today. Tomorrow. I'll have to send her a text. Yeah, please do. Will she's do. looking forward to hearing yep. from you. And uh, we'll try and get a picture of Cody's haircut up on our Facebook page. So many different ways to get a hold of us. Week 8 next week is going to be a bomb. It's an idea from a girl. Can't wait, as Bart Scott would say. Can't wait. Can't wait. Does he say that? Yeah. I, I hate the Jets. Yeah, me too. Fuck the Jets. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, God. We're not going anywhere for at least 30 more seconds. The Mariners snapped their 17-game losing streak against Cody's Yankees today in the Bronx, 9-2, behind Felix Hernandez, who will not be wearing pinstripes come July 31st at the trade deadline. The Mariners, by winning today, snapped their 17-game losing streak and and helped me dodge the $15 bullet that I would have had to pay Cody if they swept him. So, the Mariners, big ups, nice job. We're back in the win column, baby. Huge. That's it for us. We will catch you in week eight.